welcome to the Broly Talks Hobby Kid Podcast, and in this episode of the podcast, episode 19, I will be talking about my round one review, I'll look into e- e- go in depth and look at each series, uh, for example, the Toronto and Columbus series, every, every series, and I'll tell you what my thoughts were on that particular series, who I thought should have won, what I thought could have happened, should have happened, yeah, um, it's not... It'll be a bit of a shorter episode, but I'll also give my, um, what's it called, my round two predictions. So, let's talk about, we'll go to the start in the Western Conference, and the first one is the Stars vs. Flames series, and a very interesting series, to say the least. I did not expect it to only go to six games. I thought it would be a Game 7 double overtime type game for Game 7. But the Stars got it done. And Giryanov really just played super well in in this series. Giryanov had four goals and five points. Heiskanen had four points. Like, oh no, that's just in one game. Never mind, that's in Game 7. Game six. Can't find the series results. All right, here. Yeah, I didn't expect it to go to six games. Um, nonetheless, very surprised. But yeah, it was it was a good series though. Like it was interesting games. It was such a back and forth series. Like I was not expecting. It was like a change of energy every like five minutes. Like you never knew who was gonna win. It was just such a good contested series. Um, and that's what's gonna happen with the Stars Ab series too, because as the time I'm recording this, it is ten twelve, Sunday at night, and the Stars beat the Avs last night. I was not expecting that. I'm scared. I thought the Avs were gonna win the cup, because you know I want Kadri to win the cup. Because my reasoning behind this, I've told a lot of people this, but my reasoning behind why I want Kadri to win the cup is because Kadri, after he leaves the Leafs, or Kessel, after he left the Leafs, year one wins the cup. The second year he left the Leafs, wins the cup again. When Bozak left the Leafs, he went to St. Louis, won the cup. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be hilarious. I think it'd be pretty funny. But yeah, uh, continuing with the Stars Flame series, um, Dylan Dubé played very well. Can't really say much. Gurionov, Heiskanen played well. There's not much to say about this series because it was so intense. But yeah, it was a good series though. Like it was fun to watch. I didn't watch many of the games, but it was it was a it was a good good series. Um, trying to find the results here. Okay. All right, here. Okay. So game one, Calgary wins it three two. So let's look at the scoring summary here. I'll do. I'll go in depth into each game, probably like a minute per game, and then say my my predictions. All right. So it was three two Calgary. Two goals for Dylan Dubé, one for Rasmus Anderson, got the game winner. A goal for Gurionov and a goal for Jamie Benn. Like 
you expect Jamie Ben to score. I didn't expect Yuyanov to score that game. But it was a good game. Talbot was in net, and Kudobin was in net for the Stars. Um, I don't know why Bishop wasn't starting again. I don't remember, but they would have loved to have Bishop starting. I feel like Bishop's a bit better, but Kudobin is one of the best backups in the league, and I didn't expect Talbot to be on the run. He was like, as a Jets fan, I'm kind of mad. I'm kind of happy the Flames got eliminated, but they could have gone far if they would have beat Dallas. I think they definitely could have made a run. Uh, ah, Arizona, no, Colorado have a run for its money. But moving on from Game 1, in Game 2, the Stars defeat the Flames in Game 2 of the Western first round, even the series 1-1. to It was a 5-4 game. Two goals for Heiskanen, one for Radulov, one for Alexiak, one for Corey Perry. Very good game, Stars. Um... Derek Forbert scored, Ryder, Reader scored, Bennett scored, and Dylan Dubé. Like, Dylan Dubé was scoring almost every game here. Cam Talbot again, and could, and Bishop played game two with a, won't tell me save percentage, will it? It will not tell me save percentage on the site I'm on. It's a crappy site. But whatever. Yeah, it was, it was a good, a good game. 5-4 game. Yeah, not much else to say. Let's move on to game three here. And Calgary shuts out Dallas. Not expecting that. Like, it's tight series, and then boom, just a shutout right there. You wouldn't expect that. Yeah, a shutout for Cam Talbot. Okay. He had a total of 35 shots. He had a 35 um, shots, uh, 35 saves, so a shutout. Kudobin, however, had two goals and 23 shots, so that's just over a 90. Not horrible numbers. But the two goals were from Michael Backlund and TJ Brody, pending UFA, by the way, if I might add. All right, so that's game, game three. In Game 4, Dallas beats Calgary in overtime, 5-4. to four. Another close game. They're like 1-2 to two goal games here so far. little teaser for Game 6, if anyone. Everyone watched it, probably, but yeah. Oh, this is the game where Pavelski went off here. He had a hat trick. Sam Bennett had two goals. Guyanov had one. Radulov got the game winner in overtime. Yeah, like, it was a good game. Fight-to-the-finish type game. And Jake Ottinger was actually dressed for this game. Ottinger. But he did not get any ice time. Kudobin had four goals on 40 shots. That's exactly a 90% percentage. Cam Talbot, however, had five goals on 62 shots. Like, they, the, the, the Stars basically just shit all over the Flames in that game. And it was it was a very good game. I would love to watch it. I don't think I watched any of these games, actually. It's, like, it's just not at the right time for me to watch them. And I didn't feel like staying up late to watch them. I'd, I'd look at the recap every once in a while, but I never watched them. And this game here, the Stars win. I think it's 3-2 to two in Game 5. Yes, Game 5. Yeah, in Game 5, they win 2-1. A goal from Ben and Klingberg, and then Backlund scores for the Flames. 
no real surprise there. Those are some pretty bigger bigger names, like top six, top four defense and forward. Talbot has two goals and 32 shots, and Kudobin has one goal on 29 shots. Not horrible. Not horrible numbers at all. And then moving on, Dallas-Calgary, game six. It's a bit of a blowout. It was 7-3. to three. Denis Giryanov had four goals. Rasmus Anderson had one. Faxa had one. Pavelski had one again. Like... Just a good game in general. I would love to see Jake Ottinger get a game in here, though, for the Stars. David Riddich had three goals on nine shots. Oh, he went in to replace Talbot. Because Talbot had four goals on 15 shots. So in total, with the team, it was seven goals on 24 shots. Oh, that's horrible. That is horrible. That's just over 66. But Ott... Kudobin had three goals on 41 shots. Like, he's just barely staying over 90. But, yeah, it was a good series nonetheless. Moving on to a not-so-good series here. We have the Colorado Avalanche versus the Arizona Coyotes. I don't know why I couldn't think of that at, at the second there. Okay. Okay, we're going to make these a bit shorter because these are taking a, a long time. And I want to be able to get every series in here. Okay, so game one, Avalanche win 3 nothing. Game two, Avalanche win 3-2. to And in game three, the, the Coyotes win, actually, 4-2. to I'm not on the right side here. But yeah, it was it was not a very good fun series for the for the coyotes. Coyotes. Didn't put up much of a fight. Okay. Here we go. This is the right one. Right site that I'm supposed to look at here for reference. Oh, no, not the right one. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was an interesting series though. It wasn't very two sided. It was very one sided series. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I can't find the scores, but I will I will try and find them. Alright, so we're gonna go to game one here, which is and of course this is when my Wi Fi decides to be super slow. 
All right, all right, we got it now. Okay, sorry for the delay. Two minute delay. Okay, so in game one, three to nothing. Kadri scores one, Ratnan scores one, and Comfort scores one. Kadri scores on the power play, Ratnan scores a wrister, a sick wrister, and Comfort gets a backhander. So that's game one. 14. After game one, we had game two. And in game two, it was a very interesting game here. It was really back and forth. McKinnon scores a snapshot, 16 minutes, with 16 minutes on the clock in the first period. Then Keller scores with three minutes left, just over. Comfer makes it 2-1 to one for the Avalanche, 16 minutes left on the clock in the first, second period. Grabner scores two minutes later. Burkowski only scores with three minutes left in the third period. And then we move on here to game three, which the Coyotes actually win this one four to two, but they got outshot 51 to 23. Stepan scores, Stepan scores the game opener with just over 13 minutes into the, with the you know, left on the clock in the first period. The Burkowski scores only in the second with six minutes left. Richard scores, Richardson scores with 34 seconds left in the second period, make it two on Arizona. Taylor Hall scores an empty netter at one minute and 20 seconds. Ranton scores with 57 seconds left to make it three to two for the Arizona Coyotes. Lawson Krause gets the game winner wraparound empty netter with five seconds left. Not a game winner. The game winner went to Taylor Hall. But yeah, four to two. The Coyotes have no business winning them this game. Darcy Kemper absolutely stood on his head here. But yeah, it was a it was a good good win for them. It was much needed. But moving on to game four. It's not looking too good. The Avalanche outshoot the Coyotes thirty to fifteen and win seven to one. Matt Nieto gets the game opener with five minutes left in the first. Two minutes later, Nazem Kadri scores. With 21 seconds left, Kadri scores again. Donskoy scores with just over nine minutes left in the second period. Jacob Tichern gets the opening goal and the only goal for the Arizona Coyotes. Six minutes left in the second period. Kale McCarr scores. 19 seconds into the first third period. Matt Calvert scores two minutes later. Ratnan scores a tip-in power play goal with just over three minutes left. And that's game. So the game-winning goal, I don't even know if you count the game-winning goal, but the game-winning goal was technically scored by Nazem Kadri on the power play with that wrist shot. Because Matt Nieto scored the first goal, and then Kadri made it 2-0, so Chicharin made it 2-1, or 4-1 actually, but... Kadri gets the game winner because if they wouldn't have scored anything after that, there would be no win. So that's what game winner means, I think. But I'm not 100% sure about that. Might have to double check. Moving on. Coyotes, Avalanche. Coyotes get a shot 24 to 36. 7 to 1 again. Kadri scores the game opener four minutes in. Four minutes later, Sam Gerard scores. Ten minutes later, Nazem Kadri scores. 
10 minutes into the third, the second, Nathan McKinnon scores to make it 4 nothing. McKinnon scores again a minute later. Sidorov scores with just over a minute left to make it 6 nothing in the second. Clayton Keller scores six minutes into the third period to make it 6-1. JT Comfer scores the last goal with five minutes left. No empty netters here. Well, it was 6-1 at the time, so I wouldn't expect an empty net. And that is the whole series. Um, I'm gonna do I'm gonna start doing MVP of the series. For me, it was Darcy Kimper or Nazem Kadri. I'm gonna go Nazem Kadri because he got the points. But thinking of the Dallas Stars series, it's going it's going to Dennis Giriana. No, it's gonna go to Miro Heiskinen. He was just a stud on defense back there. He put up the points. He was top three in the playoff points, actually. Just an absolute stud on the defense there. So that's that's going to. And moving on from the Western Conference, we have the Canucks versus the Blues. And another very interesting series. I did not expect the Canucks to do as well as they did. In game one, they get outshot 22-31, to but managed to stump the Blues 5-2 with two goals from Borhorvat. And, yeah, PD gets one, Setcher gets one. All right, I'll, I'll go the play-by-play. The Four minutes in, Bo Horvat scores on the power play. Twelve minutes later, roughly, David Perron scores on the power play. Into the second period, eight minutes in, Elias Pettersson scores, guess what, on the power play. Jaden Schwartz scores. Just over a minute later, backhand breakaway. Tied 2-2. Not on the power play. Troy Stetcher scores five minutes into the third to make it 3-2 for Vancouver. The game-winning goal. A snapshot. Bohorvat scores three minutes later. A snapshot. JT Miller scores with 39 seconds left. A slapshot power play goal. One-timer. I love watching JT Miller's one-timer. Like that one game... They were winning. I I only remember that they were winning, wearing the weird blade jersey, and they scored into, and he just ripped a clap bomb, and that was sick. I've I really love that. Okay, but moving on. In game two, the Canucks win in overtime, four to three. Bo Horvat scores the opening goal seven minutes in. Tanner Peterson scores only into the second at that roughly the same time. Ryan O'Reilly scores with a, just over a minute left in the second period t- to make it 2-1 for Vancouver. Elias Patterson scores five minutes into the third, make it 3-1 Vancouver. Sammy Blaze scores with 10 minutes left to make it 3-2 Vancouver. But yeah. Um, after Sammy Blaze scores, Jaden Schwartz makes it 3-3 with seven seconds left in the third period. Bohorvat walks in, five minutes into overtime, just rips an absolute snapper, just rips it home, makes it two to nothing series lead for the Canucks. Going into game three, the Canucks are looking good. Another overtime game. Blues outshoot the Canucks 49-41 and pull it off. Three to two overtime game. JT Miller gets the game opener in the second period, one minute in. Falk scores seven minutes later. David Perron scores with a minute and 58 seconds left in the second period. Elias Pedersen ties it up just over 
a minute left in the second period. And then we get into overtime. It's 2-2. Five minutes left in overtime. An absolute rifle gets shot by Braden Shen. Makes it a 2-1 lead for the Canucks now. Game four. The Blues outshoot the Canucks 37-23. Get a 3-1 win. Ryan O'Reilly scores the game opener with four minutes left. Miller scores 40 seconds, actually, into the second period with a deflection. Ryan O'Reilly scores again. Six minutes in. Peter Angelo scores with just over five minutes left to make it three to one for the St. Louis Blues in the second period. And there's no goals in the third period. So that's basically game there. Okay, I'm going to try and speed this up. This is going to take way too long here. Um, okay. Canucks, Blues, 4-3. I'll just say the goal scorers now. Taylor Moss scores to make it 1-0. Just over two minutes later, Braden Shens ties it up 1-1. O'Reilly scores with 20 seconds left. Sanford scores to make it 3-1 St. Louis. JT Miller scores to make it 3-2 St. Louis. Vertanen ties it up. Taylor Mott, Tyler Mott, gets the game winner with one minute and 43 seconds left in the second period. Canucks lead the series for 3-2. Fast forward to Friday, August 21st. Game 6. Blues are on the line. They outshoot the Canucks 36-25, but it's not enough. Jay Beagle gets the game opener, followed by Antoine Roussel, followed again by Troy Stetcher, and then by Brock Besser. Jaden Schwartz puts up a goal for the St. Louis Blues, but it's not enough. Tyler Mott gets a, makes a 5-1. Then Jaden Schwartz gets another one to make it 5-2. But Tyler Mott gets his third of the game. 6-2 win, Vancouver Canucks. And they advance to play. I'm not going to say who they play now. But series MVP? I'm going to give it to Bo Horvat. I could have given it to Tyler Mott or to... Quinn Hughes, but I didn't think Quinn Hughes was as productive, or neither was PP. So I'm going to give it to Horvat. He was the series MVP. And the fourth and final series in the Western Conference is the Blackhawks Golden Knight series. And game one, August 11th. Golden Knights out shoot him 34 to 20. Theodore gets gets one. Smith gets two. William Carrier gets one. And then David Camp puts out the lone goal for the Blackhawks. 4-1 win for the Golden Knights. Take the series lead. 1-0. Very uh, self-explanatory there. Game two, August 13th. 4-3 overtime win for the Golden Knights. Outshoot him by 14. 39 shots on goal. You can do the math to find out how many Blackhawks had. Stastny scores the game opener, followed by Nosek. And then Doc makes it 2-1, actually. Followed by Kubelik, who ties it up. Stone gets the next goal to make it 3-2. Strom ties it up. Just over one minute. Not even a minute. 14 seconds left in the second period. But Riley Smith gets the OT winner. The next game, Blackhawks outshoot the 
the Golden Knights by one. 27 shots on goal. 26 for the for the Knights. William Carlson gets the game opener four minutes in. Followed by P. Brown. Don't even know who that is. Sorry, I think it's Pat Brown. Scores next. And then Oli Matta actually puts one up six minutes into the third to make it two to one. It's looking like a really, really uh, one-way series here. It's three to one already. Three nothing already in game three. The next day, the Golden Knights outshoot the Blackhawks 49-25. You would think that they sent them home, but just wait. Kajula gets the game opener, followed by Matthew Highmore, followed by a Shea Theodore goal, make it 2-1 Chicago. Debrinkit scores with 11 seconds left, wrist shot, empty netter, to make it 3-1 for the Hawks. Golden Knights lead the series 3-1. August 18th, the Golden Knights outshoot the Hawks 39-26. Game opener, goal. Taves, followed by Debrinkit, then Patchetti, then Stone, then Kane, then Martinez, and then Alex Tuck gets the game winner. Series MVP for this series, it's going to go to Riley Smith. I feel like he was just so productive. Played very well. So I'm going to give him Series MVP in this series. Moving on to the East, we'll start it off with the Flyers Hab series. Game 1, Flyers win 2-1. Voracek scores, followed by Jay, Shea Weber, who ties it up, and Joel Farabee gets the game winner. Next game, Tatar scores, followed by Kakanemi, followed by Tatar again, then Armia, and Kakanemi second. 5 nothing for the Canadians. They will shoot the, the Flyers by 2 only, 32-30. to Next game, Tied series, Jacob Voracek gets the only goal. Makes it 1 to nothing. Flyers lead the series 2 to 1. 1 nothing final. The next day, Michael Raffle scores, followed by Philip Myers. 2 nothing. No goals from the Canadians. Flyers lead 3 to 1. The next day, the Habs come out and win 5 to 3. With a goal by Armia, followed by Voracek, and Voracek again, Armia again, Gallagher, Farabee ties it up 3-3. Nick Suzuki gets the game winner, followed by Pat Deneau, who scores with 18 seconds left, gets the empty netter goal. Then on August 21st, last Friday, the Canadians outshoot the Hab, the Flyers, 33-17, but fall short 3-2. I'll say the goal scorers. Provorov, followed by Hayes, followed by Suzuki, who makes it 2-1. Raffle makes it 3-1, and Suzuki scores again. MVP of the series, it's going to go to the Jacob Voracek. He played so solid for the Flyers. Uh, I don't think of anyone else who could have gotten this. He played very well. Moving on from this series, it was a bit of a shorter series, only five games, six games. We have the Blue Jackets versus the Lightning. And this is a very interesting game one. Uh, it was only 3-2, but the shots were 88-63 to for the Lightning. Went into five overtimes. So let's start it off here. Two minutes into the first, Pilar Dubois scores. About four minutes later, Braden Point scores. With 48 seconds left in the second period, Oliver Borkstrand makes it 2-1 for the Blue Jackets. Yanni Gord ties it up 23 seconds into the third period. And in the fifth overtime, Braden Point 
gets the game winner on a sloppy wrist shot. Very good game, though. I watched all four. I watched four of the overtimes. I missed the fifth overtime. I decided to take a break, and the time I get a take a go to go take a break. Of course, they score in that overtime. But yeah, um, Corpusella set a record for most saves in one game. Seth Jones set a record for most time on ice in one game. It was the third longest playoff game ever. Fourth, I think so. I'm not sure though. But yeah, very good game. Lightning lead the series one nothing. Two days later, the Blue Jackets come back and get a three one win. Kucherov gets the game opener five minutes in, but followed by Ryan Murray, Bjorkstrand, and Wenberg. Two days later, the Lightning come back and get a three to two win. Goal scored by Kalorn, followed by Riley Nash for the Columbus, followed by Braden Point, Hedman, and then Eric Robinson. Two days later, Goodrow and Gord score, but then Cam Atkinson makes it two to one, two to one final. In the final game, it goes to overtime actually. Johnson scores, followed by Coleman. Then Felino, then Stenlin, then Wenberg, then Bjorkstrand. They make it forward two to Columbus. Shattenkirk comes and scores. Sorelli scores with a minute 38 left. Takes it into overtime. And Braden Point gets yet another OT winner. Um, series MVP. I would give it to Braden Point. He just played so solid. But I'm going to give it to Jonas Coppersolo. He kept the Jackets in this series. He was one of the sole reasons the Jackets were in the game. But he did let up. Five goals and 25 shots in this final game. But I'm still going to give it to Jonas Corposalo. He deserves it. Moving on, we got the Bruins-Hurricane series. And in game one, the Bruins win 4-3 in double overtime. Oh, and Riley Smith just scored. Just got a notification. Joel Edmonton scores to open the scoring. Followed by Pashnak, who ties it up. Coyle makes a 2-1 lead, followed by Brock McGinn. Krejci makes a 3-2, 59 seconds into the third period. Hayden Fleury scores roughly 8 minutes and 50 seconds later. Exactly, 8 minutes and 50 seconds later. And Patrice Bergeron gets the game winner 1 minute and 13 seconds into the second overtime. That's game 1. In game 2, Krejci scores. Followed by Teravainen, followed by Shvetsanov, who makes a 2-1 lead. Marchand scores, and then Dougie Hamilton gets the game winner. Going into game three, it's tied, series 1-1. Bruins outshoot them by 9, 39-30. Coyle gets the game opener, followed by Corrali. Niederreiter makes it 2-1, and then Brad Marchand gets the final goal of the game. Going into game four. The Bruins actually shoot them 33-19. Justin Williams gets the game opener, followed by Martinuk. DeBrus makes it 2-1. Connor Clifton ties the game up. Brad Marchand gets the game winner, 3-2. Nope, that's not the game winner. DeBrus makes it 4-2, which is a game winner, followed by Tara Vinan, who makes it 4-3. Game 5. Fleury gets 1, followed by Krejci and Bergeron. Series MVP. It's going to Brad Marchand, the rat. 
He played so well in the series. I can't give it to anyone else. I literally can't. He's played so well. With the final series in the East, I almost said West, the Islanders versus the Capitals. And in this series, it was interesting. Oshie gets the series game opener winner, or goal, not winner, followed by Oshie again, and then Everly makes it 2-1. Lee ties it up. Josh Bailey gets the game winner, followed by a Beauvillier wrist shot. Going into game two, it's one nothing for the Isles. Ovechkin scores, followed by Nick Letty and Matt Martin. And then Ovechkin scores yet again to make it 2-2. Brock Nelson gets the game winner, followed by Cal Cutterbluck and Anders Lee. 5-2 win for the Isles. The next game, Anders Lee scored, followed by a Kuznetsov goal. Goes into overtime, Matt Brazell gets the OT winner. A game later, it's 2-1 for the Isles. Pajot opens the scoring, followed by Matt Barzell, and then Kuznetsov and Ovi. And Ovi gets the game winner in game four. Two days later, the Isles get outshot 17-21, but somehow manage to win 4-0 with two goals by Anthony Bill Beauvillier, followed by Letty and Bailey. Series MVP, I think it's going to go to Varlamov. He just played so well. Uh, he let up only a total of 3 plus 1, 3, 1, 0, 2, that's 6. He only let up 8 goals in 4. Five games, which isn't horrible. So I thought he played pretty well. But now we're moving on to my predictions for the next series. And we're going to make that a whole different part. Like, I'm going to cut the recording. No, not going to do that. I'm going to keep going. So the first series, Stars versus the Avs. I think the Stars will take it to seven, but the Avs will win. Uh, it'll be a close one, though. Very close series. And then the next series, Canucks Golden Knights in the West. Uh, I think it's going to go to six games, but the Vega Knights. Golden Knights are going to top. No, no, it's going to go to four. I think they're going to sweep, actually, the Canucks. Sad to say, because I'm a Canadian. I want the Canadian team to win. But the Golden Knights will sweep the Canucks. But it'll be a, it'll be fun games to watch, though. Like, it won't be blowout games. It'll be close games. Moving on to the East, we have the Bruins versus Lightning. And the Bruins won game one, three to two, actually. But I think the Lightning will come back and win it in six games. Six-game series for Lightning win. I'll do my actual whole playoffs now. Whole playoff predictions. Following, like, Islanders versus Flyers. I, I love the Flyers, but I don't see the Islanders even losing, even to the Flyers. Islanders, seven. So moving on, we have the, the Avs versus the Golden Knights. And I think the Golden Knights could take the series in six games. Moving on, Isles versus... Lightning, I think the Isles will win this one in seven. So in the finals, you got the Canuck, the the Golden Knights versus the Isles, and the Vegas Golden Knights win their first ever Stanley Cup in six games. Thank you for listening to this episode. This is a very fun episode to record, actually. Stay tuned for next episode, and have a great week, guys. Keep being awesome.